Hey friends, before we start this episode, I want to say something. This past week, my mom's dad, my grandfather, Lowell, passed away unexpectedly from COVID. So in this episode, we're going to talk about death. If you don't feel comfortable listening now, you can bookmark this episode and listen to it another day when you're ready. Or if you're grieving the loss of someone you love, our hearts go out to you. This episode is dedicated to Grandpa Lowell. I love you. Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mama-daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, Mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Are you doing better? I'm doing okay, but it's been a hard week. It's been a hard week for everyone. Yeah. But at least your friends have given you chocolate, a lot of wine, uh, other things, flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, when we lose someone we love any time. It's hard. Yeah. And even if you know what's going to happen someday, it's unexpected and scary. And painful. Yeah. It's called grief. And grieving is what we do when the living processes the loss of someone that's moved on. We've talked about um, spirituality a lot on uh, on the show and our beliefs over the last several seasons that really don't um, anchor themselves in any one particular religion. Right. But when things happen like this, it's hard not to believe in or have a hard time believing in all kinds of things because you don't understand why it could happen like this. Right. So for our listeners are my father, Silas' grandfather, passed away um, unexpectedly from covid We won't really get into COVID at the moment, but uh, a future episode will definitely talk a little bit more about that and some resources for kids because we're not alone in this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we haven't had to deal with the tragic loss of loved ones within our circle uh, the entire time of this pandemic. And I know... um, That's not unusual for some, and some have dealt with this a lot. So uh, we will come back to that conversation about COVID. But today we're just going to talk about what it feels like to lose somebody that you love. (laughs) 
And even if you don't have a tight relationship or a very close relationship with somebody that passed on, but someone you care about has lost someone, that can also bring another wave of emotions and feelings. Right. And it is okay to have all of those feelings. Don't feel like you can't have those feelings because they're totally normal. Yeah. And they can come in waves, right? Yeah. Tell me again what you said it felt like in the house this last week. It was a feeling you um, said had been here before, and I thought it was really intuitive of you. It was the feeling of that was there's a cloud over our house, and only our house, everyone else has giant smiling suns. And this has happened before twice now, twice before this now, with we lost one of my one of mom's other dads, one of my other grandpas. Yeah, Grandpa Bear. Grandpa Bear. And it also happened to my mom's best friend, Naomi. Yeah, and who passed she, away of cancer. Yeah. And, and I thought that that was really insightful of you from your perspective to, to make that analogy. Of course, I'd expect nothing less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the analogy girl. <laughs> but, that a dark cloud is um, is a really great way to put it. Right. And every one or two days, I see a tiny bit of sun because something else happens that makes us happy, and we get happy, and then we all start remembering what just happened, and then we're all like, oh. Yeah, and then the clouds blow back in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. But there are still a lot of silver linings in this process, right? right? And a lot of things to to think about that we're grateful for, which seems kind of strange considering what might have happened. But one of those things that you can be grateful about is that you knew that person. And that that person was alive. Yeah. And they had, you had the honor of being a part of their life. Right. Or their legacy. Yeah. Or their memories. And there are ways you can honor that person by sharing memories that you had with that person, maybe sharing pictures with that person, wearing their favorite color, eating their favorite foods, like Grandpa Lowell's favorite food, the whole wide world. Gravy on everything. Gravy on potatoes. Gravy on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was one of the last things he had was mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. In his hospital bed, but yeah. I mean, they weren't home cooking because that would have been the preference. But. Right. But. Yeah, or like how, um, how I made you chocolate chip pancakes the other morning because that's what he used to make me when I was your age. And so those things that we can do that um, bring back beautiful memories and are really special, that is a lot to be grateful for. It is. You know, it's hard not to be, it's hard to combine those feelings, though, the happy ones with the super sad ones. Right. 
And sometimes you don't know what to do with how to combine them, and you have to let it out. And if you let it out, you can... it Surprisingly, it makes you feel a lot better. Yeah, you're right about that. Like, Mom, you're crying right now. Hmm. But you're going to be feel better in a minute. Yeah, because I'll get a big hug from you. Yes, that's happening now. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you. So, so you made a great point, Sai. You know, when you're looking on and someone you love is really hurting. Maybe they've lost a pet or they've lost someone they love or someone was really hurt that they love. It's it's a similar set of feelings, right? right? We, you, have been very fortunate that in nine years, um, besides the three people we just mentioned, no one even closer to you has been lost. Right. Or, and you haven't even lost any pets yet. Um, oh, yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, so... You know, it takes a different toll the closer people are to you within your circle when you lose them. Right. And I probably would be way more upset if I knew him even close to how well you knew him. But I was only able to see him a few times. Right. But you still knew the impact, right? And so your heart still hurts for me. So what are some things you can do for someone that's hurting? Or what are some things you have seen others do for us uh, this week that really meant something to you? Uh, Some things that I saw were people gave you, like, flowers to remember and to celebrate, um... To celebrate life, flowers in my mind represent uh, represent life and happiness. And flower and your flowers made you super happy to remember that person. And other people have given you um, have given you food because food makes people happy. I know. Food is okay. We're not talking about food. Um, You're right. Food is healing, and it takes something off, you know, my responsibility. Right. They know that you know if mom's hurting, and it's hard to think about what's for dinner for the whole family. But we oh, all yeah. get to eat. So yeah. There's some really generous people out there that, um, you know, donated or just gift cards or meals or whatever, so we didn't have to think about it. Yeah. That took something off your plate. Well, it technically added something to your plate, but you you know what I mean. Uh Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. And then you know what I what I really like is uh, is that a lot of people step up that and reach out that you may have not heard from in a while, but they went the extra mile to call or send a card, or even send a private message, um, and just share in the overall love and support and um, condolences, right? Do you know what condolences means? No. (laughs) When someone says, my deepest condolences or sympathies, it means 
I share in your pain and your sorrow, and my heart goes out to you, and I support you, and I'm sharing love. So my condolences is like, I'm sorry for your loss, you know, but really, it's also, I'm happy for the life and the the, the, the love that you had. Yeah. So it's not necessarily always a sad thing. Right. And mm, people say really nice, kind, loving things. And it's it's people's kindness that really stands out. I think right. you probably heard me tell Dad a million times this week. Like, people are so kind, you know? Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes I've seen that you aren't really ready to talk to people. And that's okay. Yeah. You're right about that. Right. It's hard to, uh, believe it or not, it's hard for me to talk. Uh, (laughs) But it is hard to allow your brain to feel like you owe anybody a phone call or that you have to repeat. You know, a lot of people want to know what happened. and What happened? What happened? You got to go through the whole thing again. And when it's traumatic or painful, that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. I think... Most people understand that you just need space and just, just, it's just nice to know people are thinking of you. Right. And that's really the one thing. But that, that goes to another point about compassion, Sila. Right. And how can we show more compassion in this life where somebody else that may be a really strong person on, a, uh, on every day, but may be really hurting and it's hard to approach them. But the one thing you should always know is that kindness and love make a, make a big difference. Make a really big difference. Even if the other person doesn't respond because they can't or they're just not in the right space to do that. Right. They know you're thinking of them. And that makes a big, big difference. Yes. So we read um, a great book. That's one of our favorites. I mean, from our favorite kids book about our fa- our favorite kids company, our favorite kids content company, creating company, uh, is, a kids a book about, mm-hmm, and they have a great resource. Why don't you talk about it a little bit? So this book is a kids book about death, and it talks about the feelings that you can get from death. And talk about how the process of dying works. And in case you don't get how how dying happens, I'm going to read two pages from this book that explains that. Imagine a flower growing in a garden. The sun is shining and everything is just fine. Then the flower gets picked. What do you think will happen to the flower? With time, the flower will die. For people, it's kind of like that, too. And that is one way to describe, in a simple way, how death works. And one, uh, some other examples of how death can happen is if a vital organ stops working. Yeah, what are some of the vital organs that the book describes so other kids know what we consider vital organs to the body's life? Yes. Dying begins when important parts of the body stop working. 
like the lungs, which breathe your air, or the heart, which pumps your blood, like the kidneys and the liver. I am your liver. Sorry, I had to. I had to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> the largest organ inside, inside of you. you. <laughs> Sorry, it's a song. You don't need to know any further information. <laughs> that will get stuck in your head. Yes. Um, <laughs> Another vital organ, your brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the kidneys and the livers, which clean your blood, and other things. Like the brain, which tells your body what to do. These are some of the vital the vital organs. Yeah, that's right. And an important thing is to remember is you can get hurt, but that doesn't mean you're dying. You could lose arms. You could lose legs. You you could lose toes, fingers, hands. But even if the if the body gets hurt, that does not mean you're dying. Right. Like yeah. you could skin your knee, and are you dead? No, I am still alive, and I've skinned my knee 20,100 times. <laughs> Correct. So it really makes a difference when the vital organs are compromised, right? right? And that was the case with my dad. COVID took over um, the blood clots in his lungs. And um, when your lungs stop, you know, that's when we can use all kinds of modern medicine and ventilators and oxygen to really help out those vital organs. But if they can't do their job on their own, the life is not possible without support. Right. And that makes it very difficult to go on. Right. And nobody wants to live like that. Right. So, unfortunately, he wasn't strong enough, but that's what happens. Tell us who the author is, Sila, because this is a really important resource for any kid or grown-up that's trying to explain how death works in simplistic terms or how to express the emotions associated with death. So this book is called A Kid's Book About Death, and it is by Taryn Schulke. Yeah, well, she did a great job explaining it and just with just words, just like a kid's book about always does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that resource. They also have a kid's book about COVID-19. Right. And, and we'll share that next time. Yeah. And also, I am sorry if I mispronounced your name. Uh, yeah. Taryn, <laughs> Taryn, we'll get that right. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm glad we had things like this to lean into because it's, it is hard to talk about, you know, just like you said, Sai, the emotions are all over the place, like a big jumbled storm. Yes. And in one minute you can be happy and celebratory for someone's life or their memories that make you laugh and then also make you cry. Or you'll be totally fine and something, a song will play on the radio and just take you back and make you in a sad place. But you are totally correct in saying that every emotion felt and put out during death or someone's passing in their grieving is totally okay. Right. And there are millions of emotions, so, like... We know that, too. Yeah. There's a whole kid's book about emotions, actually. <laughs> yeah, you get to color it, and there was competition. Um. Yeah, so I really appreciate how patient and loving you've been this week, Sila. Thank you. I know this can't be easy to it's watch. It's not. But you've been very kind and generous, and that's really all I need. That's all anybody needs. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>
I love you. I love you too. And to any of our friends out there that have had to deal with this as well, we would of course love to hear from you. But more importantly, just know that um, the loss of a loved one, whether it's a pet or a person, is never easy. It's all a part of life. We all will go through it. One day. Yeah. And if it's happened to you, our hearts go out to you. Yes. Because. What was that fancy word for our hearts go out to you? Condolences. We give you our condolences. Our condolences and our sincere sympathies. Yes. Our condolences go out to you. Yeah. Big hugs. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day.